you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, hey, do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to break down SmackDown and Raw from last week, respectively. Well, last week and this week. So last week's Friday night SmackDown um, was a somewhat okay event, but... Not really uh, yeah. what you'd expect from the road to WrestleMania. And, you know, let's taking out the fact that there are no fans at the arena, which we all understand. You know, we're all dealing with COVID-19. It's it's a thing. So, um, by the way, shout out to everybody. You know, we're, we're in this together. So yes. social distancing, keep doing that yep. to help prevent the spread of this, yep. of this virus. And um, we are remotely doing this podcast so we, we always practice social distancing i mean that's so. a usual for us so yeah <laughs> yeah it's usually yeah, yes yes this is no like out of the ordinary this is just what we do so this is like right up our alley right here right so you know we're we're just hoping to be that entertainment for everybody that's that's staying at home and you know and, and just looking for something to listen to, to to escape a little bit from what's going on in the world right now and um yeah so and hey just as an example of that we've got smackdown raw all the events have no fans so it's one of those things and we're on the road to wrestlemania and so i think we're all at the point where we kind of accept that this is the new normal at least for the time being so it that's is. not what i'm going to be no. judging this on or that what either one of us is going to be judging this on now not it's at all it's like okay we we got through that the the first couple of shows seeing that now i'm i'm ready to just enjoy it for what it is mm-hmm. and, and i don't understand the atmosphere what's going on okay. exactly but this show so just being able to focus on the stories it was just like eh, for wrestlemania you just wanted more and it didn't deliver that in my opinion what what's your general thought Man, was this this is like a big flub. The only shining bright star was Otis. That is the only thing from this that I got from any type of story or feud that's going on. It's the Otis and Dolph Ziggler. That is it. Not the Goldberg and Roman Reigns. That was I don't know what that was. A staring contest? Who could yeah. who could stare at each other? Let's, let's have a blinking contest. Let's go. <laughs> oh man i mean there's that and then this show as well this is the one where they did it was a uh, bray versus john cena from one of the from uh, their wrestlemania matchup uh, that they showed and that took up a big portion of time too which yeah. you know it's like i think only it's just to show it again for wrestlemania 30 on espn that following sunday so i didn't get it Right. It's like you I don't know that we need to do this to to hype up the matches, to show, you know, their past matches to get us hyped up for this matches and this match in that way. Maybe doing a condensed version, but showing the whole thing in full. I don't know. It kind of when I see that, I instantly just want to 
usually I don't see these live. I'm seeing them like the day after. Um, so I'm, I'm able to fast forward and, and get past that matchup. And since I've seen it, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to skip past this. Um, but I, for people that are watching it live, I can only imagine that it's tough to just say, okay. It's very I mean, tough. I can speak for, for, yeah, for it right now. I can speak for, for yeah. people because I watched it live given, you know, our current situation. So I'm more at home. So I have, I'm able to knock out stuff uh, earlier than, than I normally do. So yeah, I got more free time. So watch some wrestling live. Why not? That's a little out, out a bit of the ordinary for me. Unlike, you know, you just watch from a DVR, but oh my God, I wish, you know, I just could fast forward. But times I just walked out the bedroom and like, you know what? I'm just going to walk out and then walk back and just see what I miss later on. Yeah, it's it's. I just think they just need to do more matches and just just do the matches. It's fine. Like give us because I, I some am, stories. I, well, I'm getting something. I'm actually finding the positives in this that we're able to hear the wrestlers speaking to each other, talking trash, getting a little bit better sense of their personalities, well, yeah. characters. You know, with without having the the back the audience you know, drowning that out. Like, that's the one positive spin you could put on this. I mean, given a choice, I 1,000% would want the audience there because that is the the atmosphere. That is what helps build the energy. But give, this is the situation we're in. And so I'm I'm watching this and I'm like, hmm, okay. One, one aspect of this is that we're hearing them more. And I feel like I'm getting a almost a deeper dive into wrestling and, and, you know, hearing the wrestlers during the match, hearing the, you know, if there's a, a manager or someone on the side, hearing them more, um, just the banter back and forth. Uh, I think the so far, and we'll get yeah, into more a little the dialogue. Bit later, I get it, man. I think like NXT, for instance, I thought that they actually did the best job oh, yeah. of this. Yeah. Like you, especially you, all day. Right. That right. That dude was talking trash uh, during that whole match, but we'll get more in depth about that later. But, that's just for example right there. Exactly. So, you know, that that's that's where I'm like just just do the matches but have the wrestlers really engage with each other, talk trash to each other, let us get a, a, a sense of their personalities more. It can help build character in a different way than what we've been able to do before. So they they I just feel like they should just take advantage of that more instead of showing us these recaps of old WrestleManias and, and older matches, just show us you know, the actual, like, build new stories um, and give us in-ring uh, uh, matches where people are talking and, and trash-talking each other. That's fun. That's that's. Mm-hmm. I'm finding the fun in that. So, yeah, just more of that, more of that. But uh, so on SmackDown, just to give you kind of a rundown of what happened on SmackDown, uh, we had the introduction of Gronk. Uh, he came out. Uh, he's going to be the host of WrestleMania. Came out dancing and doing his Gronk thing. It's too you know. big. For one night. <laughs> right. That's the slogan, which, hey, man, I mean, I, I'm okay with that. I'm not too mad at you. You are? Him. I was yeah. wondering. I'm like, yeah. I'm wondering, is this getting to her fingers? That's what I kept on thinking, man. Every time I heard nah. it, they were saying it a lot. Yeah, it, it doesn't It doesn't bother me. I, I don't feel like I've, I've heard it enough for it to be super annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's fine. And it's, it's, it's just straight to the point. So, you know, I can't really argue too much with that. But uh, yeah, Gronk was out there with Mojo Rowley, who apparently, I guess, is a face now. He just went through yeah. a, a just a subtle face turn all of a sudden. Well, that's better than there. what he was doing, just staring at the mirror with some face makeup or face paint, whatever he had on his his face, a whole bunch of lightning yeah. symbols. 
It is it is it is it is better, but it's also that's one of the things that kind of shook me a little bit from the beginning was that you just threw away that storyline that he was doing without any explanation for why. I mean, the explanation we have is that Gronk is his friend, but at the same time, it's so different from what he was. It would almost have made sense if he were the one that was almost like Corbin, you know, like Corbin comes out, you know, he's talking smack to Gronk. Um, it would have kind of made sense with Mojo having been a heel all this time for maybe Mojo, Mojo to expect Gronk to just like support him, even though he's gone through this attitude change and Gronk is like, yo, like, I don't, I'm not really feeling what you've been doing. And Mojo to kind of be upset about that and thinking that Gronk betrayed him, whatever, and have a storyline going that way. To show some type of him. like, maybe a rift between the two. Exactly. To have some type of dialogue, but we're not going to get there. This is, you know, this is too big for one night. We're going to get the party bros. That's what they want. They want the Gronk. They want the NFL Gronk, the party head. Come on that, now, man. But, in the way that I'm talking, I feel like you do a better job of maybe trying to build Mojo, even though I don't I don't have that much faith in, in Mojo as an overall like wrestler. I don't know that he's going to be much better than what we've seen. But if you were going to try, I feel like that would be one thing you could have done. But now oh, yeah. what's going to happen is, yeah, they're going to be the party bros or whatever. And then Gronk's going to go away. And then where's Mojo going to be? Like, By that's going to be it. You know, purgatory this way, sir, to the left. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, it's just it's temporary. It is what it is. That's just just, that's what it is. Yeah, man. So, you know, we had Corbin coming out, telling him to bow down to to him. Right. But then uh, Gronk said, no, I don't think so. Elias came out, sang a song and then they just jumped. Can Corbin and now there's gonna be a Corbin Elias matchup at Mania? What? Okay. Yeah. No story, no build. Okay. All right. Sure. Sure. This is what we do, huh? <laughs> Only rest too big for one night. <laughs> just, too big we, for one night now. <laughs> just have to have Corbin and Elias. Uh, All right. Okay. This is what we were building up to. Oh man. All right. All so that's the interruptions. How the right. <laughs> so that's how the night got started. Um, then we had Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak as, in a tag team matchup against Shinsuke and Cesaro, which this matchup I actually did enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak right. showing their their you know wrestling chops um, against the, yeah against a strong team in Shinsuke and Cesaro. So it was a good match. We'll we'll double back to this a little bit later because I do want to talk about Sami Zayn a little bit here. Um, but just to go through a full recap of what happened on the night, we had Paige kind of announce what the matchup was going to be for Bailey, she, and uh, we got the competitors that are going to be going against Bailey at WrestleMania. Um, we'll double back to that too because I thought there was an interesting point um, at the end of the announcement there that I liked. Um, we had Miz and Morrison have a promo slash I don't know. Uh, edited video skit that they pulled with um, all the people who want to be, you know, challenging them for the championships. And um, that was kind of funny, but, you know, it, it, it was, <laughs> I don't know. They they definitely took advantage Usos. of the fact that it was recorded, you know, yeah. like it was. So they, I, they got me laughing when they was imitating the Usos. Right, right. Like the Usos, Heavy Machinery, uh, the New Day, basically it was Miz and Morrison playing those different tag teams. And as 
the actual Miz and Morrison are in the ring uh, doing the dirt sheet. So a little camera trickery there that they used to, to pull that off. Um, at the end of that, though, we did have a matchup with Miz and Morrison against Heavy Machinery, which, um, yes, you alluded to it. Otis was the real MVP of this one. Yes. Do you want to double back to that? Mm-hmm. Um, but Goldberg and Roman Reigns was the main event of this SmackDown, which... It was the huff of the night, the huff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like this was what it needed to be. And what, what I mean by that is I don't expect much from Goldberg anymore. And I don't really expect much from Roman, even though I probably should expect more from him. But, but you I know just, what? Let me just say something real quick. Roman, yeah. he didn't do nothing wrong. He, he, I, I expected him what he was going to say. Right. It was just more on Goldberg. Okay. Like, his banter was weak. Like... Listen here, young punk. What? <laughs> I, I'm just, but what do you, we've seen this from Goldberg. Like the, the, the only, I don't even have an issue with what you're saying. Like I hear what you're saying. I just feel like you, we all should know by now that this is who Goldberg is. And that's why I was never really excited about this match to begin with. I was pissed that Goldberg even won the title. It seems now that this is going to be the main event on that Sunday, by the way. That this is setting up to be Goldberg Roman Reigns closes WrestleMania at this point, which oh my god, that's going to be terrible if that happens. But it, that's that's how they're positioning this. Maybe but the worst I, WrestleMania ever? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I'd have to go back because I, I think there might be some other challenges, and you know, it, it, this is just a different thing. But um, specifically with this moment, I feel like because I've heard a lot of uh, different podcasters, you know, saying similar to what you're saying that, you know, this thing was, it was awful. And, you know, Goldberg and Roman, like they didn't really, it was just dry. They have no chemistry, but that, what else were we expecting? You know, like I, I wish they Something had more, chemistry, but. like a little bit of emotion. It was just dry. That's what I expect. Like, come on. I know what, what what Roman can do. I thought what Roman brought to the table was not bad at all. I can't complain about that. Like he said, you know, that's my title. You little, what he said, little pub bitch or something. Like he told him something. Yeah, he called him a little bitch. He did. Little, I know. He called him a little bitch. That's all he said that. He yeah. called him a little bitch. I was like, oh shit, he called Goldberg a little bitch. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then Goldberg, like, he had cry face for a little minute. So I was like, was that too much? That's the reason why he called him. You just came back, like, listen here, you little young punk, because he ain't know what to say. Yeah. Did he forget his lines? Like, I didn't, I didn't know. I just wanted something more of a reaction. Like, if you was hurt by that, show that, respond with something instead of just saying, like, young punk or young man, listen here, young man. Yeah. Like, I'm, no, Dad, I want to hear you talk. Again, I, I guess my only thing is I feel like that is that is who Goldberg is. Like, if he were to do <laughs> anything more than that, I feel like that would be out of character for him. Really? Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of a Goldberg promo beyond him saying, you're next. You know, like, this was like him stretching as it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, him actually putting together sentences and doing this whole thing. I mean, to, to even back up, uh, back off of what I'm saying a little bit, yeah. when he did um, fight, who was it? I think Undertaker in the buildup to that matchup, he did cut a little bit of a promo there. And then what was the other one? Who else did he go against recently? Not kept. Was not it kept you come on Brock? I think it was. Uh, 
I don't know. I can't remember who it was exactly, but I do remember there was a time he came back. He made a return, um, but I don't think it was Brock. And he did a promo, which I was like, wow, this is probably the best promo I've ever heard. I think it was for Brock. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'd have to. I'd have to. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And that promo felt from the heart, man. Came from the heart. Yeah, there, there was there there was one, but to say one in his history, I mean, he goes back to like what early two thousands. Like, come on, man! In the last twenty years, like I can say one promo that this man has done where I said, <laughs> "Yeah, he's really he did it," you know, like that was good. Come on, <laughs> like, yeah, he is. he's he's not that creative when it comes to the mic. His whole thing is he's a you big are making dude. a you're making a strong point, sir. Yeah, I like deny that you you're willing me back in. You know, I'm just, you know, a little bit have a little bit of rage because I thought this was just so simple that we just can both not even both just Goldberg give just give me a little bit of something. Yeah, I I think that the mistake here is they're making this one. They're making this the main event, and in this situation. They they save this for last. Like we're building up the whole show to this. I feel like you just need to get this out the way. Either open the show with this or put it in the middle somewhere, but don't have it end the show because it just comes up. It's just so weak, you know, and so so dry. Like you're you're right in your assessment and, and how it. I wanted came to off. end the show. Do it for Saturday night, you know. Yeah. And I'll be like, huh, okay. It's, we still got Sunday though. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even want that though, man. I feel like. That's better this, than main an event on on Sunday. I feel like it shouldn't be a main event. Period. I don't think it should main event either show. I really don't because it leaves a bad t- like if it main event Saturday, then it leaves a bad taste in your mouth on Saturday. And then some people, the casual fans that you know were kind of half in, half out anyway, they may say, "Well, why do I want to watch Sunday if Saturday ended yeah. like this?" Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you got to end it on a high note. You got to put something on it that makes people want to come back. And this that match, you know, I feel like once that match happens. It's going to be like just it's going to sap your energy and you're going to be watching like, oh, my God, okay, just end this match already. You know, we're going to be watching spear, spear. And if it goes past that and they're doing rust holds, God help us all, because (laughs) that is going to be hard to watch and hard to sit through. Just just being real, man. So I I don't want this to end either night. I just want them to like just sneak it in there somewhere and then follow up immediately with some high energy just to get us back up. That is not going to happen, my friend. Not you're you're fan booking. You're fan booking one on one right now. Really hard to me. A million percent. Yes, Yes, I agree. And I wish, I wish to the heavens to the wrestling gods that would happen. But no, either it's going to main event on Saturday night or where most likely it's confirmed. It's main event Sunday. Sunday. It's main event Sunday. That's what's going to happen. That's what Vince wants. You got Goldberg and Roman Reigns in a match for the Universal Championship. For, Too big for one night. Yeah, it's main event Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's ugh, ugh. So, that out the way. Yeah. Let's let's double back to some of these yeah. other moments we want to talk about. Got it out the way. Uh, it's gone. Yeah. Let, let's let's <laughs> let's do what I'm what I'm saying and like just come back with some high energy. So Otis, yeah. the yes. real MVP of this show. Um let's let's talk about Otis a little bit, man. So they had a match, heavy machinery against Miz and Morrison. Yeah. And at a certain point in this matchup, we had what Dolph Ziggler showed up. 
He did. Showed up and, you know, was antagonizing Otis. Of course, uh, Dolph Ziggler stole Otis's girl. And then, uh, well, the woman he wanted to be his girl, right. Mandy like, Rose. actually steal that you think about it? No, he didn't steal his girl. But right. but they were, they had chemistry and there was a, an opportunity and Dolph Ziggler swooped in. Um, At the right so time. He did, he did. Which, you know, it was, it was, I think... What they're what they're planning on doing is saying uh, that somebody else was using that phone, which, you know, I mean, Dolph. Because he got a text message. Otis received a text message from Manny said she was running late. Right. 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 So something was going on there. And we'll see. We'll see if that ever gets exposed before Manny. I mean, they got what? One more, two more shows, maybe we to do. be able to talk about that beforehand. But um, can get Dolph Ziggler, they could. They could. Um, Dolph Ziggler uh, showed pictures of him and Mandy to Otis during the matchup of them. Just grand kinda, of a time. Yeah. Hanging out, smiling together, posing Very together. Happy. Yes. Yep. <laughs> just woke something up in Otis because oh, Otis was a different person after those pictures showed up. And he just started just destroying everybody there. I mean, that dude was he, livid. Yes, Miz, Morrison, Ziggler, they all got destroyed. At one point, I think it was Miz, he was just smashing his head into the announce table. Then he looked at him, he's like, you don't know me. And I'm like, what? What? What is this? What just happened? Yes. Oh, man. I was I was into it. I'm like, Tossing okay. office chair, just office chair getting blown up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Then he proceeds over to, to get over, try to get the Dolph. I'm like. Man, this dude was just wrecking everybody, man. Wrecking Morrison, wrecking Miz, and and then Otis. I'm not Otis, but Tucker was trying to calm down. He's like, Otis, no. Otis, stop, stop. I get it. I get it. I understand. Stop. Don't do it. Well, because remember now, this this matchup potentially would put them in a spot to challenge for the titles at Mania. You know, but um, you know this is this is not a no disqualification match, and Otis is going nuts, and then he yes. grabs a chair, mm. and Tucker sees this, and he's like, "Hey, no, don't do this." You know, like think about what we have on the line. Essentially, is is the spirit of what he was saying. And Otis looks one more time at the at the Tron that's still showing a picture of Ziggler and Mandy Rose, <laughs> and he just said, "F it," and just swings the chair, hit Oof. Miz. Hits Morrison, disqualified, and yeah, just he snapped. He, he snapped. snapped, and then what was, man, what was heartfelt? Got a little misty eyed. This man broke down in in not Otis, but Tucker's arms. Man, he actually kind of like just fell apart and just broke, broke apart and just started crying in Tucker's arms. He was like, "Man, it's okay." I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is just great from Otis, man." I even I didn't know he had that in him. Yeah, man, he, he, I mean, like you said, man, you don't know me, so, you know, it, this is, which is kind of a theme, I mean, Edge's song, you think you know me, and now yeah. here comes Otis saying, <laughs> you don't know me, like, you know, identity is being revealed here, yes. it's uh, a night too big for, you know, one night. <laughs> so, yeah, man, too big. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gonna be the whole thing, man. I it's know. Like, us learning about these people, these uh, you know wrestlers' personalities a little bit more than than we thought we did. Yeah, because um, it was nice just seeing Otis, seeing that that little bit of a dark side he had in him, and I didn't know he had. I thought he was just all just having fun, having a good time, you know. And then he can put in that good work when he need to, but he took this to another gear that was just semi scary. Yeah, 
I, I still wish, I mean, it's already, we're past this already, but just to put it out there one more time, I still wish this was somehow uh, for the tag team titles where, you know, it'd be Heavy Machinery versus Go Dolph Ziggler and Rude. You just yeah. can't help yourself, man. You I got a fan book. Man. I can't, Because <laughs> it would have been so That's sweet. all right, man. Fan book to your heart, man. It's your heart's desire. Because this is building up so nicely for Otis right now. It is, that it it is man. I, 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 when that happened, when that when he was crying in, Tuck, in Tucker's arms, I was like, oh, my God, I want him to have his WrestleMania moment so bad. And, and yeah. it would be perfect if he was going for the tag, if they was going for the tag team titles. Yeah. And then to get Manny, too. Man, what a moment. What a moment. That's the bro. cherry on top right there, bro. Yeah. yeah. I ain't got to see nothing else. I'm good. As long as I saw that, I'm good, Vince, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, just um, great, great moment overall. Great yeah. bit of storytelling on this show. You know, and overall, like, like we started this out by saying, like, it was a mad show. But this was this was a real highlight overall for the week. It was just, like, you know, just great storytelling from, from SmackDown yeah. and from, yeah. from Otis uh, specifically. And just, from Dolph, um, too, man, just being that heel, being that, you know, antagonist. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, man. So this was this was a great, great uh, segment here. Um, now let's talk about the women's SmackDown Women's Championship in that situation. So we had Paige. Um, she was scheduled to be there last week, but wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like some back and forth about whether or not she should travel because she was almost going to travel. Then they said, no, don't travel. Um, and then this week they just did it via like Skype or whatever video count. Yeah. Thing that they did. Um, so she was there and Bailey Sasha immediately came out like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just stop this right now. This is ridiculous. Couldn't show up to work last week. And now you're doing this via video. What the hell do you even want? Um, Kind of made a, a joke about Paige not being able to challenge her for the title, so this was all pointless. Um, and then Paige said she had talked to Fox, and so Fox is giving Paige the opportunity powers to that announce be. what. What's the yeah? The powers that be, um, you know, are giving Paige the opportunity to announce who Bailey's opponents are going to be for uh, for WrestleMania. Um, and what so, is this list? so first she said i don't even think she said opponents i think she just said you know what the match is going to be for bailey and so when the first person she said was lacey evans bailey was like you know oh, i've already beaten lacey evans so no big deal and then Paige added dana brooke and she's like oh dana brooke and Paige or bailey and sasha both just laughed at that like dana brooke now okay whatever (laughs) right like work like work (laughs) (laughs) samina you know throw out does she even work here anymore oh that dude that i caught i caught myself laughing at that when bailey said that she was like samina does she (laughs) I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny as hell. It was so disrespectful. It was. It was. Man, like, I was like, catch me for that, but yes, you know. I'm like, okay, I see you, Bailey. You're going kind of hard today. It was it was true. It was true though. You know, props to her for having the, the, the balls to just state the truth there that look, she hasn't been booked on TV forever, so I'm surprised we let's just if we're gonna put Dana Brooke, let's just go ahead and put her too because neither one of them are relevant. So whatever. And sure enough, Paige was like, "Oh, okay. You know what? That's a good idea. Let's go ahead and add her to the match." And then she said, "While we're at it, you know, we're gonna also add Naomi." And that's where Bailey started to say, "Okay, whoa, whoa, just just yeah, slow down, like just calm down." 
And Sasha Banks then grabs the mic. He's, she's like, hey, now listen here, bitch. I don't know who you think you are. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, what is going on? Sasha Banks is going nuts, yeah. man. Just like laying in the page. And the page is like, oh, I'm happy you finally stepped up, Sasha, because this next announcement is, you know, it involves her. And the last person who was going to be added to the matchup was Sasha Banks. Now, this was kind of interesting because... Yes. Sasha's reaction. Like, yes, that's right, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That was Paige. And then Sasha was kind of, it was, it was interesting. It's like she kind of tried to hide her excitement at first. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. She, she couldn't. didn't. No. no, she couldn't. You tried, but you, you couldn't. You, you failed. No. Miserably. She, she <laughs> build on her face, yeah. right? You just kind of like. I just, could freeze it at that point, that moment yeah. when you were just geeked right there. Ooh, me? <laughs> Ooh, me? <laughs> just yeah, it was it was evident. She was actually happy about that. Bailey was not happy. Nah. Uh, she, she immediately left the ring. Exited the ring, walked out, and it's, then when Bailey was gone, then Sasha smiled. Was just clear. She's like, okay, coast is cleared, and she just smiled, and you just saw it. And she was happy. She's happy to be in that matchup. So. Yeah, man, that that's that's wild. So at first, too, listening to all the people that that were getting added to this matchup, I'm like, what is this? Dana Brooke, Tamina, really? What is this? Gonna, <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, clearly at that point, I was thinking, well, Lacey Evans is is about to win this matchup because the other two don't make any sense. And then they had a Naomi. I'm like, oh, okay, it's it's interesting, but I still, I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of a weird matchup. Then you had Sasha. I'm like, okay, yeah. Now, now things get interesting. Then. Yes, yes. Because mm. what happens? Like, do they right. immediately? I think at, in the beginning, the the obvious you know guess would be they're going to work together in the oh, beginning, yes. of course, of course. But eventually, when it comes to one of them trying to get a pin, the other one's going to stop oh, yeah. the the other one from getting that pin. It will come to the fisticuffs. Exactly. Most exactly. Undeniable. So, I I, I am. It's looking forward to that matchup just from that standpoint. I don't really care about pretty much anybody else in that matchup right now. I don't it's, I don't give a damn, you know. Right. Maybe Naomi, you know, because Naomi's cool. She's very athletic in the ring. And by the way, I forgot to, I don't know if you knew, they updated the card because Dana Brooke, I guess she's showing symptoms of the COVID-19. Yeah, I think they said that she was pulled. That's right. Yeah, so it ended up being, instead of a six-pack of Final uh, fatal, uh, fatal, fatal five way, yeah, elimination match. Yeah, um, you know, so that's unfortunate for for Dana Brooke. I mean, although hey, she, I don't know, it, it's it's Dana Brooke is a tough one because she's um, she has talent, but she just doesn't have the it all put together. And yeah. So I still don't know who you are. That's right, exactly, right, and right. So. That's what it is. Like you got the. Okay, I, I see you, you You have the talent athletic-wise, but character-wise, I'm still trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm trying to be as respectful as possible. Just, to, you know, I don't, I don't want to totally tear her down, no, no, you mean, know, especially in this situation, too. But, yeah, it's just it's just not there. It's just not there with Dana Brooke. And her not being in this matchup is, is honestly just not a huge loss for the matchup. Uh, for her, it sucks because it's an opportunity to kind of show us who she is. But, you know, overall, as, as fans, it's like, OK, you know, Dana Brooks gone out of the matchup. I mean, we're, we're cutting the, some of the loose ends out that probably she was probably going to be the first one eliminated. Maybe. You know, if if yeah. not her, then Tamina, Tamina. like one of right. those two. 
it's just what it is. So we just got one of the eliminations out the way. Right? Yeah, it's fine. right. It's just what it is. That's now Tamina now. Right. <laughs> She's that next way, now. Right. Maybe Lacey. We never know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think, I, okay, so I guess an early prediction that I would have is if it's not going to be Sasha or Bailey potentially retaining, then I would say Lacey, I think, is going to be the most likely to win this matchup, even even over Naomi. I feel like Lacey, they had been building her uh, earlier to to potentially be the 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 one. Mm-hmm. And then they put a pause on that storyline. Yeah, but I feel like it's still her that that she's the next one. Naomi's a what two time um, women's champion. That's right. That's right. So, I just, I think, I think it would be well, they're, they're, if, they're giving you know Naomi some love too, man. So they are man, just like it can go either way. If you want to go to Naomi, you can go to Naomi with the belt as well. Yeah, and the way they've been building her up, they gave her that spot like a super showdown as well. So you can't forget about that. I just, I just haven't believed it though. Even though they're doing this, I don't, I don't believe that they're actually going to put the belt on Naomi right now. There's something about this, this whole, you know, the the focus. Something, of I think they're going to put the belt. Well, you said besides Sasha. Besi- Bates. Yeah, yeah, right. But I actually believe that Lacey Evans. I could see them putting the belt on her, but I don't, I don't believe they'll put the belt on Naomi, even though they have kind of highlighted her a little bit. But we'll see. That's just an early prediction, though. Um, Take that discussion. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so as far as SmackDown, well, I guess the the Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak uh, team up. I mean, we talked about that mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, but just uh, did you have any other notes on that or just just points that you wanted to bring up with regarding that matchup? Oh, it was just a fun match, man. The tag team. It was hard, you know, hard hitting, especially from Cesaro's side and. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura, man, and uh, man, and uh, Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak, end up being a good team and got the dub. Well, so the stipulation going for this week's SmackDown is that um, it's going to be a match between Gulak and Shinsuke, if I'm not mistaken. And if Drew Gulak can win, then Daniel Bryan gets the match against Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, At WrestleMania, right? At WrestleMania, at WrestleMania, yeah, that's yeah. gonna happen. Of course, they when, when you go and announce that, you know, <laughs> right. it's weird it's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's cool. You know, I, I feel like it's it's awesome that they're giving Drew Gulak this push. I think he deserves a chance to see, you know, if he can if he can hang, if he can make it with uh, with with this group of guys. I think um, he can. He has to. He 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 has a strong character. He knows his character as well. I enjoy earlier. With the whole PowerPoint presentation, I used to get a kick out of that, uh, right? Even if you used to bring that back, you know, why the hell not? But yeah, man, he definitely has the chops to do it. Yeah, I think he's uh, very underrated when it comes to his uh, promo skills. Um, he's um, he's also somewhat underrated in the ring, but I feel like a lot of people give him more respect uh, for his in ring than they do for his for his mic work and his promo skills. So yeah, I'd love to see more of his personality. I feel like teaming up with Daniel Bryan is going to help that. Um, just him getting over and yeah, the spotlight that he's getting right now is is great. So I'm I'm, I'm excited to see more from him. Um, when it comes to Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn, I think that has the potential to be a great match. Um, I feel like this is going to be the beginning of the end of this trio. And I'm actually very happy about that now. Cause I feel like it's starting to get stale. What's their name now? The, the artist something the, collective. Oh my. Yeah. The artist collective. 
Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. ready. Let's for end it. this. Let's end it. <laughs> Let's end time. it now. It's time. It's time. Yep. So yeah, just just and what's what the silver lining here? I feel like is I might actually get my wish, and Shinsuke Nakamura goes back to being a face, and maybe, 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 please, Vince, if you're listening. Give Shinsuke Nakamura his own music so that when we get back to those arenas full of fans that they can go back to singing his song because that'll be a feel good moment. Um, so hopefully that's 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 what we get. We'll see. I don't know, man. Go ahead fan book again. <laughs> hey, man. That's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> that's all hey, got, right? that's all we got. <laughs> Try to make the best of it. Exactly. Oh man! Well, that does this for SmackDown. Before we move over to Raw, any any last uh, points you wanted to make? Uh, oh, did you want to talk about the Grunk and Mojo? Oh yeah, we already did. No, we did. We, we did. did already. We did. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to even talk about that. Yeah. No, nothing <laughs> else. That was it. Cool. <laughs> Keep it going. Cool. Well, then let's let's head over to Raw then and talk about uh, what happened there. So uh, with Raw, they started things out with uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar and even a video package from Drew McIntyre, you know, talking about, you know, making promise that he will be the champion. He will kick Brock's head off. Um, this was very standard stuff. I mean, nothing about it was really like, you know, anything different than what we had heard before. No. Um they even followed this up. I think this one they followed up with the match. It was Brock going against Seth and uh, John Cena um, in, in uh, past title defense. So they showed that right Which after I this didn't match. mind, by the way, man, because I, I what was that that match from 2015. You're probably right. I don't remember. Yeah. And I forgot. I forgot how good that match was. That triple uh, threat match. Yeah, again, when this came up, I didn't I didn't watch it. I just wanted oh. to skip forward to see the next thing cuz anytime they show these old matches, I'm just like, okay, this is cool. Like I will periodically on my own go back and watch old matches, but I don't want to be made to watch an old match during a show where I'm looking for new content. Like I just I just want to see something I haven't seen and that to me is not enhancing it for me. It's just kind of like, okay, but but you could have just Put this in a, in a little video package just to help sell Brock a little bit, you know, like cut it up and make it real quick, you know, do like a music video or something. That'd be real cool um, versus show me the whole match f- uh, during Raw like that. That to me is just kind of like, again, it's, it's like I, what I was saying before with SmackDown, just during these these shows. I just want to see matches. Show me in ring um, uh, like the, the wrestlers talking to each other, something, but not not the old stuff. OK, like that's that's just me. Yeah, I can Again. understand that because for me, this is this is me watching Monday Night Raw live. So when I was watching it live, they played this match, and I was like, I haven't seen this match in a few years, and mm-hmm. so it's been a while, and I've completely forgot how good this match was, how long Brock went as well, you know? Because I'm like, man, Brock was actually putting in work, some decent work. He was actually wrestling. And then how good Seth was, he was like the the star of that triple threat match too. So I, forget, I to me, it was like a refresher. Like, oh man, this is amazing. I forgot completely how, you know, how good or how amazing this match was. Well, I guess the other thing too that I'm thinking about right now is that when we show the... um these matches, these old matches with, again, the crowd, you know, there at the arena, it kind of takes us back to what 
you know, what wrestling is like when we have fans. And then you come back to the performance center and you see like, wow, there's there's no one there. And I feel like they just need to almost reprogram us now to get used to the idea of no fans. And it almost works against it's like counterproductive to them getting us excited about WrestleMania because there's no fans. That's a good point, because I was thinking about that, too. Like, man, the crowd was nuts. Uh, Man, I think that was a Philly crowd, too. So, yeah. I'm not going to get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is a very good point, my friend. Very good point, man. Because it did make me get the feels, but like to make me think like, oh, you know, yeah, there go the fans again. But that's the missing element, the missing ingredient I'm going to miss for WrestleMania. And especially for me, where it, it, it upsets me is for Drew. Like, Thinking of what that moment would have been like for Drew to win the championship after his whole journey, yeah, beating and beating Brock Lesnar, and then you usually get that pose, you know, at the top, like he's holding the belt, the fireworks are going off, the crowd is going nuts, you got the confetti flying from the from uh, the the ceiling, but then no one will be there. It's just like, yeah. oh man, that sucks. So I just I just want to, I know, man, again, same here. I'm there with you. I'm there with you, yeah. brother. <laughs> I'm there with you, man. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's 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 just it's just what it is. But um, you know, I am hyped for this matchup, Drew and Brock. You know, it, it should be really physical, and oh, yeah. I am looking forward to like the trash talk during a match, especially from Drew. Oh, I think yeah. Drew, the things he could that, be that's, a, that's the positive side is going to be the yeah. trash talk. Now Brock gonna yeah. get into trash talk too. Like yeah. yeah, welcome to Suplex, uh, Suplex City, bitch. Like get back right. up or something. He might, man, he might get in with the trash talk too. So that could be the, 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 the exciting part of it as well. Yep, yep. I, that I am looking forward to. I am definitely looking like, forward. Get to up, part. Brock. Get up. <laughs> Fight for me, Brock. Fight for me. Whoa, what? I you <laughs> this was a beast. Right, right. Is this right. what the beast is? <laughs> <laughs> Telling our inner Drew McIntyre oh, right now. Man. Right, right, right. Man. Uh, I thought you were the next big thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. That's going to be fun. Yeah. That's going to be fun. I'm, I'm saying, I'm excited. I'm excited. That That's, for me, it's either the, the Randy and Edge match oh, or yeah. this match as the main, main event. The thing that I'm most looking forward to now. I mean, just... Uh, both of those are, are like from Drew's standpoint. I'm just so excited for Drew. I'm so happy for him. Yes. And then, yeah, just the story that Randy and Edge are telling. Man, it's the best old story going right now. You know, in, in on Raw or SmackDown. So yeah, that, that's going to be something. Um, I mean, so I was getting ready to just do this whole rundown, but now even bringing up Randy and Edge, I'm actually just going to skip to to the end there because that's actually how they how they ended the show. So they let's did. just let's, yeah, let's just talk about talk that. About your so, boy, man, because. I want to know how this promo made you feel right here, man. Give me the emotional part right here. Oh, it, it, dude, I mean, Randy told it like it was. When he was talking about grit, you know, at first when you hear Edge say it, it makes sense, you know, how he has grit. Yeah. But when Randy said it, Ooh. he's like, you and me both must have two different definitions of grit. <laughs> grit to you must mean sitting at home for nine years, whereas grit to me is longevity. I've been here, and I've lasted longer than most people do in this business. Longevity me, in a business that seldom has any. I was like, oh right. my God. Dude, dude. He, I, I was like, Randy's right right now. Mm-hmm. He is right. 
Like, he just, the fact, he even called out Edge for the fact that, hey, you're the ultimate opportunist and you're talking crap about me. Are you trying to tell me that if Triple H had chose you to be in in uh, in uh, uh, Evolution, that you would have said no? Facts. You know, like, Facts. you're the ultimate <laughs> opportunity. Of course you would have taken that opportunity. Come on, man. Who are you kidding? Dude, oh, yeah, it was great. It was great. Just the intensity, like, and the end of the show like that, too. With Randy, He just broke everything him. down to him, man. He ripped apart Edge promo, uh, dissected. Because, you know, and he's like, all right, I'm going to respond like this. And that was a mm-hmm. hell of a rebuttal he gave. Yeah, man. He just Randy. Every time, you know, we talk about Randy Orton, I, I just have to make mention again that post attitude era, you know, you take the rock, you take the stone cold out, yeah. stone cold out, even Triple H out. This is my dude. Randy Orton yeah. is the guy, you yeah. know, and he didn't always start out. He didn't start out as a, a great promo guy. He was just a very mm-hmm. gifted, talented guy who over time developed that talent to just be this like cold hearted, just evil, just just badass kind of character, mm-hmm. you know, when he needs to be at least, you know, and yeah, he's he's showing it in this in this storyline right here. And 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 then after like he'll he'll say what he says to cut Edge down, but then come back with, you know, that he loves him. You know, he's still <laughs> out of yeah. him, that he loved him. But oh my God, it's just amazing. Right. His line about um, you know, like he said he you know, I made a mistake. You know, I lied uh last the the last time that I talked about this, um when I said that Edge is is obsessed. He's like a like a fiend for the crowd. He's like, actually, that wasn't true. It's that Adam Copeland yes. oh is addicted to being Edge. I was like, huh? whoa, you might be on to something, sir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, you might be on to something. <laughs> oh man. Dude, because, yeah. you know, because Edge was about to come out here like, you know, Beth was about to come out here and retire from me. Mm-hmm. I brought him back. Ooh. Yep. yep. And Junk the way he said, the way Junk. he in his promos, like, I accept. Yeah. Oh, dude, dude. that was great. That was great. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the best story yes. that they, they're telling Hands right down. now. Bar none. Yeah. Oh my God! It, it, if this was the main event, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, "Yeah, it deserves it. Yeah, it deserves it." Matter. If you just look at, yeah, the 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 work that these two have put in, you know, just telling this story. Two vets, given that main event, it's too big for more night, right? Give mm-hmm. them Sunday. Give them Sunday, or if not Sunday, let them main event Saturday. Yeah, it was absolutely. You know, if not, I could see like if. If, if we're fan booking, right, I could see Saturday's, <laughs> Saturday's main event being this, you know, like I could see that I would I would not mind Sunday's main event being this. But I feel like they want to end it with one of these championship matches. But for Saturday, I could see this. I could see this being the main event. And man, what a main event that would be. That would wow. be an insane main event just because this is just the ultimate rival ultimate storytelling you got somebody both vets in the biz you got randy orton 20 years you know just as much as time if a little bit more edge about to go at it oh, i can't wait man. i cannot wait man and his well, last man standing match too man they're about to go yeah. everywhere with this bro <laughs> oh man you know how sick and twisted orton can get man yes you've seen yes. it yeah, I feel like Edge is 
going to try to match that. I feel like Edge is going to do some things. He, he, he probably can. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you know, he, he assault like Randy Orton assaulted his wife. Yes. Like, you 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 got something coming to you. All right. You know, yeah. Man, that, oh, this is going to be so good. So good. Um, you know, and another one actually that I was I was actually really liking how they they built it on Raw was the Seth Rollins Kevin Owens. Oh man, very similar. But from Seth Rollins' standpoint, that was the second best promo of of, to me for for Raw that came out of there. It would be if I was to rank it, it would be it would be Randy Orton first, Seth Rollins second, and then AJ Styles third. Yeah, but close second though, really. You go into uh, into this one, the the Rollins and Kevin Owens one, man. Like, just break it down for us and then tell us how you feel. Oh man, so so you know, no crowd. Kevin Owens is out there getting ready to talk. Well, he does talk talking about you know Seth Rollins, you know what they're going through, and then Seth comes out, interrupts, say, "Hey, this is nice. This is a nice building," you know. <laughs> he's alluding to the fact that there's no fans and, no. and he's had his issue with the, issues with the fans so the fact that the fans weren't there it was kind of like okay uh, you know what I kind of like this I kind of like this <laughs> they turned their backs on me uh, you, know, you know what I'll let you break it down man I'll talk about the emotional part bro because that yeah. was insane like, like I just I just appreciated that that little moment right there where he literally was like you know I kind of I kind of like this and it just like his whole history just flashed in my head you know just like all the things on Twitter and people yes. like him having issues with the fans right after the match with the Fiend and Hell in a Cell and like them getting into it there and just you know getting booed all the time when he was a face you know just people just just that whole thing. It just ran through my head right when he said, oh, yeah, this is kind of nice. He's <laughs> just having the silence and no crowd. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. And then he goes and says, you know, it's funny, Kevin Owens, that you would say you have the advantage in this matchup, you know, because it's at the Performance Center where, you know, you came up and, you know, you got your opportunities. Like, that's all well and good. But I think you're failing to realize that all of this here, the Performance Center, it wouldn't even exist without the blood, sweat, and tears of guys like me. is like, if it weren't for Seth Rollins, this 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 would not exist. Right. NXT would not exist. NXT wouldn't exist, all these guys. I mean, he even talked about, like, Undisputed Era wouldn't exist. The, the women's, women's revolution, revolution, bro. None <laughs> of that would exist if not for him. And I'm like, wow. He's like, even you, Kevin, you wouldn't have existed if not for me. You know, Kevin Owens was like, oh, I'm not going to let you talk. He's like, whoa, 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 I'm not. Just let me let me finish. Let me finish. He's like, you said the time for talking is over and we're going to fight and that's cool. But let me just finish this thought, you know, and then he's going and oh, my God, he 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 just he got him with this one, too. He's like, I'm, I'm surprised you picked WrestleMania to challenge me, because if you look at my track record, you know, I won an Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania, won the Universal Championship at WrestleMania, cashed in money in the bank at WrestleMania. I beat Brock Lesnar. I beat, you know, all these guys at WrestleMania, Triple H at WrestleMania. Facts and facts. Oh, my God. Left and right. Now, if we turn it around and we look at your track record, Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, what does it read? Failure. Just (laughs) dropped it like that to him. Just said, failure. I'm like, Wow. And Kevin Owens' face, too, was just like, I, I can't say anything. Uh, 
He just nonchalant hand the microphone over to the announcer and like, what? can't say anything, man. Like, well, what can I say? Wow. <laughs> I was like, man, he just, just ripped your ass apart, bro. Done. Done. <laughs> I, he, he said, man, when it comes to WrestleMania, like I become the closest thing to a God or something. Yeah, it was a, some, he did. A line he did. Like He's that. like, I'm a wrestling God. Basically just the JBL, you know, you know, line almost with that one. I'm like, wow, this dude, this dude just destroyed Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens just took it. Yeah. He just took it. Like you said, he he tried to interrupt. And then Seth Rollins was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I said the time for talking was over. I get that. But just let me finish, Kevin. Just let me finish. (laughs) Wow. Man, so hey, great promo from Seth. It it, it was logical. It was use actual was. facts. When you got a promo, yeah, listing stacks and facts. Okay, yeah. and backing by that, I was like, uh, he was like, now Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> very sarcastic too. Why yeah. of all the days would you put WrestleMania? <laughs> you know, like just, yeah. let's, like let's just go down the list. I'm like, I'm your IC champ. I'm like, I got IC champ. One WWE champ. I cashed in. I beat Brock. I beat Triple H. I'm like, damn, man. I'm like, he's not wrong. <laughs> I'm like, he's not lying, sir. <laughs> I can't say anything about that. I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. He he couldn't either. Yeah. He, he, right. just, he just, just stayed silent. All right. They played the rounds of music. And that was it. On to the next. Right, I'm gonna hand <laughs> this microphone over to you, sir, and I'm just gonna walk away casually. Man, Still man. try to, you know, have some type of pride left. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. He he said this one got me too. He said, Kevin, you couldn't beat me on my worst day. And and WrestleMania is rarely ever my worst day. Like that's when he's at the best. Right. WrestleMania, I'm a virtual god. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Just props. Seth. He's already props. on this high god complex. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, just perfect. Perfect yeah. promo for him. I know. I went out him. in that leather jacket. You know, no shirt, one glove. One glove. <laughs> Bury you, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Love it. This is. I think this is the best version of Seth Rollins we've ever seen. Honestly, yeah, you could be like right. You could be yeah, right. Character-wise, I feel yeah. like he's really found. You know, his he's found his own his own way. Yeah, you know, he found his voice. He did. He did. So, man, I loved it. I loved it. Because now that I think about, it, I don't know if that like would that promo work in front of a crowd since there's no crowd. You know, you get to eliminate that. Now that promo gets to really sink in. You get to hear every word that wrestlers saying. You get to hang on just on every word. Yeah. To think about it more. You know, so yeah, this hit a different way. Yeah. I feel like it was it was very powerful, and there was no reaction to it. It's just Kevin just had to listen to the words and let it sink in. He didn't have the crowd booing Seth to help him. It was just him and Seth, and he had nothing. You know, if the if the crowd would have just booed louder and louder and louder and cut off Seth Rollins every try to he tried to every time he tried to say something, it would take away the energy and the impact of what he's saying. So maybe Kevin Owens interjects more. But here it was just like, nah, he he's got nothing. You know, it was just the words hit like daggers and yeah, 
that was it. That was it. <laughs> right. You know, so man. Right to the heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. So um let's keep rolling through this. Uh let's see. I'm gonna save the AJ Styles one for a little bit later. Let's get into a couple of these matches that we had right. here. Um, so recently announced, there's going to be a tag team championship matchup between Andrade and Angel Garza uh, versus the Street Profits. Now, the report was, I think, that Rey Mysterio being out, because I guess he's under quarantine now. Yeah, um, showing symptoms. Yeah, mm. so that's that's why this is happening, because um, Andrade and, and Rey Mysterio seemed like they were going to have a United States championship match after Rey Mysterio had beaten him. Mm. I think it was last week that he actually pinned him. So, um, yeah, so now we're getting this matchup. So before we get into the matchups that uh, they had respectively on Raw, how do you feel in general about Andrade and Angel Garza versus Street Profits? I'm, you know, I, I'm thinking it's going to be a very exciting match. So, you know, another quick build, no type of story. I wish we had some type of story, but the the build we got right here within the match to the street pop profits was was good enough. I, I think that was as best as you, you was gonna get from Andrade, Angel Garza, and the Street Profits. But you know, I'm enjoying this pair. I, I like even Angel Garza kind of mimic Andrade's haircut now, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, action going right, on. man, going that whole like you know, no, no, you know, all the sizes shave, you know, little mullet style. So I'm like, okay, I see you, I see you, Angel. You know, he, he, uh, man, that charm is going hard on 100 percent with uh, Charlie Caruso. Yeah, just, man, yeah, dude. Angel, Angel Garza, he he has the mojo. <laughs> yes, with Charlie because you know he, he left. Uh, they they all left off stage. Then he came back, gave Charlie a look. Charlie looked a little flustered, like oh, you know, like catching the eyes. And then he walked away again. So, and this has been a, a theme. So he's going to keep yeah. at this with her and pretty much with with every woman there. Um, just Angel Garza. I think we talked about Andrade being in trouble potentially when Angel Garza showed up. And, you know, him and Zelina Vega were, were matched up together. I still think Andrade's in trouble. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel For like Angel... I sense a riff. Yes. I think they're, they're <laughs> uh, a cohesive unit. And I feel like they're getting ready to have a few. No, no man. They're, they're just out. on the precipice of just yes. oh, engaging in fisticuffs, sir. <laughs> and I want to see it. I want to see it. Like one wrong Let move, it. that's it. That's all I'm waiting for, man. You mess up yeah. on one move, it's on. <laughs> uh, one, step, one super kick or elbow to the wrong dude, and yeah, it's it's over. Yes, with. I, I feel I, it, man. I'm here for it. Yeah, here for me it. too. I want it. I want to see it. <laughs> Give it to me. That that's gonna be that's gonna be something. But so this this uh, situation here, basically, what happened was that we had um, it was Andrade and Angel Garza having a match against Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Um, clean that, just shaven that, Ricochet. Yeah, yeah, no like uh, facial hair, just clean shaven. Clean shaven, uh, baby face. You know, he's, he, yeah, he's trying to get a fresh start, man. He's been through a little bit of a rough patch. Um, you know, getting Real beat fun. by. By, by Randy Moss, uh, as as our truth called him, yeah. uh, Randy Moss. <laughs> Talk about that. Here by the way, check out that twenty four hour our uh, truth documentary. It's man, it is hilarious and great too. Where is this at? That's on the WWE Network, bro. 
24-hour documentary? Yeah, 24-hour, you know how they do their 24-hour documentaries? So they did one for Art truth So they have one, you know, telling his history, how he got into the wrestling game, you know, and how he's just like the, you know, the energy of the locker room too, man. That makes sense. I didn't know about those uh, documentaries. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, that. man. You know, since we're just in, inside, I'm just going through this rabbit hole <laughs> of what I have in my arsenal, bro. Is is insane. Nice, nice. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely check that out. But um, what was I saying? He. Oh, uh, so yes, this matchup. So Andrade Angel Garza. Like we said, they're on the precipice of potentially having a feud, but they did show decent chemistry overall against Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Just the matchup overall was was really solid, fast paced action. Um, you know, in the end, Those they did end up deafening. Man, when you got no crowd, that thing yeah. just echoes throughout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you feel the impact. I mean the the uh, finisher um, Andrade's elbow also oh, backspin elbow yes oh. that was crazy did that, he legit now, get him because the I, spit that flew from cedric was man yeah. if the ref would have got grazed by that i would have been i would have been utterly disgusted by that <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's kind of funny what happened because you know usually the hammerlock ddt is his finisher and the the three count was really weird i feel like it, it was a box he, he had that was a yeah. shoot three he did he had to finish it. Yeah. Hey, yep. I, I accepted that mm-hmm. because he too impact of that elbow. I'm like, that should be it. Yep. You know, they showed in slow motion. You saw the just stream of spit just flying out of his mouth. I'm like, dude, that was like that six is- feet of stream spit. Yeah, <laughs> that would have connected with the ref. He was just one inch away from it, man. Like, oh my god, I would have been like, oh man, I would have oh, been no. disgusted. Oh man. <laughs> But a um, solid matchup. And then the Street Profits also, they were there um, on commentary while this matchup was happening. And I thought they added a lot of energy to the matchup overall. It was it was nice to to have that, that commentary and that fast-paced action all mixing together like well, that. Just helped make it a, even more fun of a matchup. So, I enjoyed um, it. Montez Ford, you know, uh, Byron Saxon asking, you know, what's in the cup? He said, happiness. You know, <laughs> they were like, yeah, I have some of that. <laughs> I think another thing, too, there is um, that I didn't know um, Angelo Dawkins and Byron Saxton were both in the FCW at the same time that came out, too, on the, the commentary. So that was pretty cool. Just just realizing, like, how far back uh, Angelo Dawkins goes. I was like, yeah, oh, man. FCW days, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, we go way back to the FCW days. I was like, man, okay, I think they so got a documentary on the FCW that I need to check out then. Damn, yeah, yeah. That's that's another gem. Yep. Hey, that's on the network. Oh, that's on the network too, man. I'm going to add it to the list. All the gems, all the gems on there. So um, after the matchup, we did have the Street Profits come down to the ring. They got into some fisticuffs with Andrade and Angel Garza. Then they had their match uh, after that against Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink. Yeah, I was shocked was when we came from commercial. And it was yeah. I'm like, Hold on, Shane Thorne? Thorne. Right. What? And Tom Peter said, Shane Thorne? I was like, what? (laughs) Okay, I guess he's on Raw. But no, he's still on NXT. I guess they just had them there just to have this matchup, potentially. I'm still kind of confused on on what this means, really, for Shane Thorne. Um, And then, yeah, his new tag team partner, Brendan Vink, who is a a big guy. Um, I think he has some potential. Yeah, he looked like he had, you know, he got something. Yeah, yeah. 
I think he's. He, I feel like they, with more matches, you know, they can maybe become something. Um, you know, they've got decent chemistry with each other. Um, Brendan Vink has some some good power moves. There's the uh, gosh, I don't know the name of the move, but it's almost like a, the Samoa Joe Big E like slam out of the corner, um, almost like a rock bottom. But you just kind of like like throw him down like he has that same move and he did it on uh nxt to a guy which that you know it that right there got me out of my seat a little bit i was like oh man this dude okay i want to see more more from him and just the the mix of speed and power from both those two guys i think there is potential but i don't know we'll see i don't know if they're going to be on raw or they're going to stay on nxt most Uh, likely nxt nxt man I think they were just sense. there at the right place at the right time. Like, hey, you two guys, you two guys walking. We need you. We need a tag team. Uh, everyone else is. What's your uh, name? You know. Shane Thorne, Brandon <laughs> Pink. Okay, cool. Come <laughs> 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 oh, Make the true, true prophets look strong. There you go. There you Good. go. Yep. That's the story. <laughs> oh, man. So. Yeah, I am looking forward to seeing this tag matchup for the titles on WrestleMania. It should be a, it should be a good one, and uh, but maybe even more so excited about what comes after for Andrade and Angel Garza. Um, moving along from that one, so Shayna Baszler had a interview with the uh, previously mentioned Charlie Caruso in the ring. Um, the the everything was blacked out. There was spotlight in the ring, two chairs in the middle of the ring. You got Charlie Caruso sitting there with Shayna Baszler, and they're kind of just staring Looking at each other. Super imposing from Shayna yeah. Baszler, bro. She she did she did. What it the hell? Looked, <laughs> the size yeah. difference looks insane. That's right. I was. <laughs> why did she look so much bigger? Than right, Charlie? just standing straight up, just not breathing. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Like Charlie was motioning to her to go, like to say something, and then Shayna just did it. Like, so I don't, I, I wonder if there maybe was a plan to do one thing, and then Shayna kind of just went with the intimidation. Yeah. And was like, nah, I don't care what plans you have. I'm going to play the, I'm the intimidating badass here, and Every you can just, plans. right, just you sit there uncomfortable, and I'm going to do me. And so, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was kind of, it was, it did its thing, man. It was definitely, yeah. You know, an intimidating sight to see. Yes, most definitely, man. Like, she just stood there and imposed her will, her energy on Charlie Caruso, who made her feel very uncomfortable. Made the whole entire atmosphere feel uncomfortable. Even through the TV, I felt uncomfortable through that promo, man. Like, her just saying, like, just ask the question that everybody wants to ask. And then she's going through her thing. But I I took took one line that I liked, that I enjoyed. She said... I want the title because I love to destroy. When I take the title, it will destroy Becky Lynch. I'm like, huh? Okay. Maybe we can, maybe we can tell a story from that too. If she yeah. loses the title, will it destroy Becky Lynch? Cause I'll be all in for that. Yeah. We, I mean, we've talked about that too. Just like, you know, Becky being a better character when she's like, going on the journey to try to get the title, you know, the, during the chase, like that, that being a big thing. And, and when she's at her best, so I feel like, and she's getting really cocky right now. She is like super cocky. Yeah. yeah. So just a loss. I mean, it would be interesting to see like, what does that do to the bravado, to the, to the confidence of the man? If she is to lose a, a match where she's so confident, she's going to win. Um, 
And yeah, I, I think Shayna Shayna is right on like that. That you know to destroy her. I think I think it would at least they would they would. I hope they would play into that a little bit. Yeah. So you see her really struggling with the fact like, wow, I really lost. I let myself mm-hmm. down. I let my fans down. Like, what do I do yeah. now? That promo, that those last words kind of stuck with me too. Right there, I'm yeah. like, huh, got me thinking. And then, you know, even with that within that segment, I like how they used the no crowd to their advantage because now, and then it's pitch black all around the dark too. So when you got uh, Shayna just giving her promo and you didn't know Becky was behind, all, all of a sudden you just hear this, boom! I'm like, yeah, holy I, I, shit! I, I, I jumped a little <laughs> What bit. the hell I went off, fine. right? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. If you're not paying attention, that shit would have made you jump out of your seat or get your heart thumping, right, up. man? And all of a sudden, you see just Becky Lynch slowly come out the shadows into the into the spotlight. And I'm like, oh shit, that was a cool little visual right there, and nice sound effect too, man. Because usually in a crowd, you can hear the crowd start to get more react. react. They start to get a little bit more louder, like, oh, something's happening. Somebody is getting ready to come close to the ring. But here, you heard nothing. It was silence, like a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> she did, man. She got to jump on, on Shayna and got to jump on me, because I, I felt it, like, in my core. I was like, whoa, what just happened? Oh, and then, you know, you see Becky after a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, it was it was really well done, you know, just getting that surprise attack to to have that that effect on on the audience. I'm sure, man, it was awesome. Um, yeah, I thought that this this was a very uh, simple segment that really paid off really well. I feel because you get you show Shayna to be intimidating, and then you get Becky to to one upper yeah. and you know get the chair shot and and just like i don't know i just I, I really enjoyed this even though it was very like just straightforward um you know so just kudos to all of them involved i mean you said it well you broke it down really well like nothing really much more to add to it except i just feel like they just they they did a great job yeah. without overdoing it you know like it was it was great and using no crowd to their advantage too with the whole becky lynch with the whole you know back to the well, the, the chair shot to the back to Shayna Baszler, yeah. man. I thought that was just done. That was a brilliant yep. job right there. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, this, uh, so Aleister Black and Leon Ruff. <laughs> Leon Ruff. Okay. Uh, that. that happened. <laughs> and, uh, you know, speaking of being just like, you know, just standing there and being intimidating and, you know, Aleister Black, instead of just going in and like trying to wrestle with them, he just you know, went to cross leg pose in the middle yeah. of the ring. And Leon Ruff was like, what? Hey man, ref, stand him up. And the ref was like, Hey man, that's not my opponent. Right. That's your opponent. It's not my opponent. Hey man, do Which what I you want to do. <laughs> I've never heard, like, again, I love the fact that you can hear yeah. them talking in the right. Hear now. that banter now, man. Dude, that referee was so like animated with that. He's like, that's not my opponent. That's your opponent. Like, <laughs> right. I was like, what? What? <laughs> what is this? Right, my about? job is to count one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Leon Ruff, you know, he don't know what to do. He's like, all right, let me just try to, I guess, kick him while he's on the ground. And Alistair had none of that. Right, you swing know, he kind of got, <laughs> yep, grabbed his, uh, stood up. The dude trying to kick him. Uh, there was a right, uh, right cross, left cross. Alistair ducked, uh, dodged both of those. And then swung him around and black mass, and that was it. One, two, three, just KO'd him. Yes. Um, 
So, yeah, they served its purpose. He's going to be going against Bobby Lashley randomly now in a matchup. Yeah, man. Which, you know, is, too big is for problem? one night. <laughs> Replacement like, for who? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, why Why are we doing this match? Like, is Rusev not able to to be there? And that's why, you know, Alistair is stepping in for him? Or I don't know what they're doing with Rusev. I haven't heard anything, man. As far as I hear, they don't have anything for Rusev. That's That's... And, and they dropped that story, I, man. I was going to say, I've heard the same thing. But then the fact that Alistair is going against Bobby, I'm like, it just seems so random. Like, it would have made more sense that's, to just have random as hell, man. Like, no build, no nothing, no, you know, I'm going to go in and attack him from behind, Bobby Lashley. And then all like, oh, they're doing a the build. Okay. None of that. Not something. <laughs> just, a, you know, as soon as he's done, we get a graphic. Hey. Too big for one night. Alistair Black, <laughs> Bobby Lashley. <laughs> oh, man. Man, we got to come up with some matches now, man. It's too big for one night. <laughs> one night you know, the more you say it, it's starting to, starting to get it's starting to get to a little bit. <laughs> because we just, it just sounds like we're just, I just throwing things together. And then the excuse is it's too big for one night. So, you know. <laughs> Twenty matches because it's too big for one. Oh man, wait, man! You can go hear that (laughs) tomorrow, Friday night SmackDown. (laughs) Oh boy! So yeah, hey, Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley. Okay, I guess we're doing that. We're doing that. Um, All right, let's move on to your guy AJ Styles, who's one of my favorite wrestlers too. But you know, you definitely champion AJ Styles a lot. So I'm, I'm gonna give you this one. Um, him, Undertaker, this matchup getting getting a little bit of a um, you know discussed a little bit here from AJ Styles' perspective. Um, why don't you break this one down for us and and tell me what a boneyard match is while while you're at it too. So a boneyard match. I don't know what in the blue hell you're talking about, sir. <laughs> my guess is good as yours. <laughs> that's my guess on it on a boneyard match <laughs> i just, just just full disclosure i took a sip of my coffee and when you said i don't know what in the good hit <laughs> it almost came out <laughs> on the microphone just <laughs> it was almost gone oh man because um, yeah i i don't know what what that is you know aj delivered a strong promo but ended with a question mark like uh <laughs> the boneyard match like what is that i i don't know i maybe you know a graveyard match a buried alive match buried alive it would have to be a buried alive yeah, match man, six minutes, right. but grave yeah boneyard match like what just call so, it a buried alive gonna- match if you're gonna say you know this is right up the undertaker's alley exactly that's what i'm thinking like oh okay but now he said a boneyard match it, it makes me think of, okay, so are we going to go literally to, to a place with bones just everywhere, like a, a junkyard, but it's all bones, you know, like the, 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 that scene, the place where the hyenas live in, in Lion King, you know, where we're all bones. <laughs> is that where we're going? <laughs> Shadowy that, place over there. No, we don't go there. Take her at the shadowy place. <laughs> It's too big for one night. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, I I don't know, man. I'm you know, I'll say this: the positive side. So let's just back up. All right. So AJ Styles comes out with 
Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and then AJ Styles again gets to run down on Mark Calloway. And the reason why I say Mark Calloway, because he was literally talking about Mark Calloway and referring Undertaker as a character, which was <laughs> insane. Like we have completely unveiled <laughs> in real life. Right, man. Like it is no more kayfabe at all. Like whatever you held on to, at least to the Undertaker, that shit is done with. It is destroyed because AJ Styles destroyed it right here in this promo, man. He was talking about AJ. First, he was talking about last week about what this man was wearing about his wardrobe. <laughs> he was trying to figure out what it was called. He looked at Carl. He was like, uh, a diaper? He was like, no, no, he wasn't wearing that. But yeah, he could be wearing that too. <laughs> and Lou Gallo said, maternity pants. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> the maternity pants. And then he come out looking like a gothic version of Dog the Bounty Hunter. And I oh. and I lost it. And I lost it right there. <laughs> I lost. I had, to, I had to hit pause on my, on the live TV, man. I had to hit pause because I couldn't. I wanted to pay. I wanted to hear more, but I had to stop because my stomach, my, my stomach was just hurting from all the laughing because I couldn't take it. And then he took it to another step. He said, "No, I got something better. I got something better." He's like the gothic version of the Tiger King. Tiger King. And I was like, "Huh?" He's like, "Look it up." Look at that sick burn. Believe me. And then, guess what? I proceeded to look it up, and I lost my shit. <laughs> I, I lost my shit. Oh, I lost man. it, man. I was like, okay. All right, AJ Styles, you are a wrestling genius, man. You, you got me, man. I'm, I'm down for this Undertaker, man. And then, I'm not even done with the promo, bro. It gets even better. So, so after he talks about, you know, his wardrobe, how he looks, then he gets on Undertaker about, yeah, man, he got a Twitter account, man. Can you believe it? He likes this. He likes that. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, the Undertaker. Guess what, man? He did a video talking about saving tigers. He's like, saving tigers. He's like, go ahead and look it up. Look it up right now. And they showed a clip with Michelle McCool. In the swimming pool, talking about save a tiger, save the world. And I completely lost my shit again. <laughs> I completely lost my shit again. He was like, and he stopped. He was like, man, I'm flying. Like, if I'm lying, I'm flying. <laughs> I'm flying. I was like, AJ, stop, man. Just stop. And then, then he got it. Then he took it to like, all right, enough clowning around to get down to business. He was like, I'm getting tired of this Undertaker. He was like, I don't want this Undertaker. I don't want Mark Calloway. I want the Undertaker of yesteryear. And he said, I got a great way to get that type of Undertaker out. All right? It's right up your alley. A boneyard match. And I was like, okay. Huh. <laughs> you had me, then you, huh. <laughs> so that was it man dude i mean yeah I, you heard me just laughing here yeah. while you were telling like he he torched the other day it's to the point where i, I almost don't roast know if I it was a roast show that's what it was man he got up there and he roast the undertaker 
I think this promo is is bordering on too good to the point where he it, it I'm having a hard time taking the Undertaker seriously right now because of how much he's been exposed. Yes. Like come WrestleMania, you know, if he's doing the whole dead man gimmick and everything, like, just, no, no, you're oh, Mark. I can't man. even see. You're just an, uh, an old guy, you know, trying to. It's a shell of the Undertaker. It's not the Undertaker, you know, and and. Yeah, I mean, we kind of see where this is going. AJ put it in this Boneyard match now. Undertaker's going to win, but AJ Styles is going to really work his ass off. To oh, yeah. Good. Yes. Maybe, maybe he's going to make the Undertaker look like of yesteryear. Yeah. Well, here's what's probably going to happen is I think they're going to do almost like a movie uh, for this match because everything with, with it being, you know, like they're doing the Sammy Live, they're going to be doing it uh, pre recorded. Yeah. And so they have some liberties that they can take. Um, I feel like we might get something Something akin to like CGI, maybe a stuntman for Undertaker. Maybe they might, dude. Stuntman. If 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 they no, if they use a stuntman for the Undertaker. Oh shit, man! That just made me laugh. I just lost my shit thinking about that. (laughs) They better not. They better not. I swear to God, they better not. The next person that faces the Undertaker is gonna have to pull that out. Like, was that a stunt man that you had doing those moves for you? Was that a stunt man, Undertaker? Come on, man. See Undertaker pull out moves you haven't seen in years. If he does, then we know. I'm like, hold on, man. That was a stunt man, Undertaker, right there. (laughs) Oh man, that would be terrible. Yes, that would would. But you know, I'm feeling like. you know, like some of broken Matt Hardy's uh, things that he did with Jeff, you know, like uh, when they fought each other or when, uh, uh, what was it, Bray Why? and Randy fought in the house, yep. like something like that. I, I could see this turning into that. Um, Hopefully it'd be better because, though, well, the the Matt Hardy, but the one where Randy Orton Bray. in the house, that was. Yeah. It was goofy. It was goofy. Rich, and they were Richard kind of fell on top of him, and I was like, okay, I'm done, bro. <laughs> That's what I want to kind of rewatch. Just, <laughs> just be like, got time wow. now. <laughs> huh, okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, man, I, AJ, just props to you, yes, man. Man. Like, just promo skills. You're, you're really doing it. He's but on you're fire, almost, bro, with the dude. promo. I'm like, AJ Styles, dude, yes, it's too good. Like, was this too good? Like, damaging too good to – because you just – well, he did say there is no mystique of The Undertaker. He did say that in his promo. Like, literally, he just destroyed whatever mystique he had. He destroyed that. So, like, does it even make sense? I mean, I know you want to do this. You know, bring back (laughs) – I know where you're going, bro. Does it even make sense to just go and just have him be the American badass on a motorcycle and just show up as as Mark? You know, should he just do that? Yeah, versus- but that will go against to what AJ Styles was saying. He was like, I got something to bring because he wants the real, he wants the Undertaker of yesteryear. So he that's the reason why we're doing this Boneyard match to persuade Undertaker to come out, the real Undertaker. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just I don't saying. Know if I can take it seriously. I'm just saying. You, you want to hold on to that. You want to fan book over here and get biker taker, American badass taker. I don't even know if I want that. I'm just saying that I feel like you can't take 
Undertaker. Seriously, oh, that mystique is gone. That's gone. I can't. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like when he does his entrance, and I mean, even I don't even know if the entrance is going to have the same feel now with the, the atmosphere being so different. Yeah, you it's going to be. Would it be done like in a movie type setting? I'm like, thinking, yeah, you know, and and I'm, you know, even though we're joking, I'm dead serious. Would it be a stunk man Undertaker? <laughs> they might. It, <laughs> I'm dead serious. Might. I'm legit. I'm legit <laughs> curious about that. Like certain moves, I'm gonna be paying attention like a hawk, man. Yep. I'm like, all right, yep. hold if They're on, doing man. this in a ring, and Undertaker jumps out of the ring. Yeah, I don't think no. That's that wasn't him. Right. All of a sudden, we're doing it. certain camera angles. I can't see his face. Like, hold on, why he <laughs> just staying like at a complete one eighty? You know, angle the whole time. I'm trying to <laughs> see his face. <laughs> it would be like uh, I don't know if you ever saw the the, la- the last Indiana Jones movie that they did with Harrison Ford, and he's jumping from truck to truck, and clearly <laughs> like a CGI version of him or stuff, man. In some spots, I'm like, whoa, whoa, that's not Harrison Ford. Oh, What's going man. on? Uh, we couldn't get a CGI Undertaker, man. They're working on their CGI skills. Have been improving with their, you know. Stage setting with the whole big dog look to for Roman Reigns. <laughs> you never oh. know. CGI Undertaker. <laughs> oh man. Too big for one night. <laughs> oh man. That hey, hey, it was it was entertain it's entertaining to talk about this. Yes. Uh, so yes. thank you, AJ Styles, for giving us this entertainment. Yes, because it could, we can't be like you know shitting all over it. Like, oh, this is weak. It could be bad, but this is entertaining. I mean, enjoying this. It is. It is absolutely, absolutely, man. That well, we ran through all the raw, man. Any any uh, other points on that before we wrap it up? There. It was just a fun show, man. For uh, Raw, I enjoyed the promos. The promos delivered. Uh, that was a standout through for Raw, man. So definitely enjoy that. Yeah, man. Well said. And uh, nothing really to add there. So that is going to do it for our recap of both Raw and SmackDown for this week. We're about to do the NXT and AEW uh, recordings and recaps here. So stay tuned for that. But for now, that's going to do it. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.